This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. So it's Thursday lunchtime, which means only one thing. It's time for me to talk to the Chelsea legend that, of course, is the lovely Kerry Dixon. How are you, mate? You well? I'm fine, thanks, Dave. Good on you, fella. I mean, it's. Uh, I, I, I have to be honest, mate. I, I find it hard to find any Chelsea fan who isn't on top of the world at the moment. It's a, it's a lovely, lovely time to be a Chelsea supporter, isn't it? It is. Um, the only thing I would say, of course, at this time, and it would be quite right, I think, to mention about the Manchester disaster and add our condolences and, and special thoughts, I'm sure, to all the people who lost their lives and their family in that tragic event earlier on in the week. And uh, thoughts should always be with them and uh, will always be with them. But uh, having said that, we then move on. Um, it's quite a, a, a fact that you know, on, on pretty much every agenda, everywhere, we should mention thoughts with these families. And uh, obviously that's the thoughts from, from me, and I'm sure you endorse that on this show. Well, it's very, very well said of you, mate, and, and I'm so glad that you, you brought that right to the top of the show. And I, I absolutely echo everything you said. It was an absolutely appalling an appalling act that we uh, that we saw last week, and, and my heart and thoughts go out to all of those in Manchester. I mean, we may have our rivalries on the football pitch, but uh, you know, there's a lot I love about Manchester and the people there, and uh, it was gut wrenching having to see that. Um, and actually, actually, on a related point, of course, many people will know that we've uh, that Chelsea have cancelled the. Uh, parade that was planned for Sunday, whether we win, lose or draw uh, against Arsenal on Saturday. And I, I know that that's a huge disappointment uh, for many Chelsea supporters, many of whom, of course, don't get the chance to go and see the team live anymore. And it's their only chance to really get close to the players. But I have to say, Kerry, you know, it's the right decision. Um, and I think the club made the point that having the parade would take uh, resources away 
from the important job that the uh, security services, the police and so on and so forth have to deal with in trying to prevent other acts of terrorism. So I think ultimately it's the right decision, even though it may be disappointing for supporters, yeah? Yes, without doubt. Um, you know, and certainly it would be an opportunity, you would feel. Not That doesn't mean to say you cancel future events and everything uh, stop because of terrorism. But it's an opportunity, of course, for terrorists to possibly um, get themselves on the map at, at an event like that. And uh, we certainly wouldn't want to see anyone else lose their lives um, in a no, similar way. Quite so, right. Still, quite right. I mean, it all... Final. Yeah. Yeah, we have a cup final to talk about, Dave, and, uh, you know, whether it's the right move or whether it isn't the right move, um, Chelsea have done it. Um, it's what has to be done at this time yeah. of uh, time of life, and uh, I suppose we best move on to the job at hand. Well, I mean, indeed we should. And, I mean, before we do that, actually, um, I, I just want to go back uh, to, to last Sunday, of course, when, you know, everything seemed a very different uh, world at that point. Um, I mean, it was obviously... You know, always going to be something of a meaningless game, as as we talked about. They ended up, you know, winning five one, which was more than we thought. Although we thought that it could go that way, and I think we said last week, didn't we? Really, that ultimately it was all always going to be about JT, and and I actually, I mean, amazingly enough, Kerry. I mean, not only on the fan cast on the Tuesday of that week, but also with you on the Thursday, I said I wouldn't be surprised if JT got subbed on twenty six minutes, and there was a bit of a guard of honor thing. Now, I, I swear to God, mate, I had no inside information about that I just had a hunch a similar thing happened with Drogba if you recall a couple of years ago um, but the absolute furore that that got kicked off by a lot of football pundits and, and, and journalists was was unbelievable um, you know basically saying that they threatened the the integrity of the game and it just showed JT up to be you know a, a walking ego and the rest of it um, I, where do you stand on that Kerry? Um I, I certainly wouldn't go as far as a walking ego and, and make derogatory comments. Um, but I, oh, I would yeah. understand the professionalism of it. I understand, you know, uh, people saying it from Sunderland's perspective, from outsiders looking in. But what's wrong with someone who's done what he's done? Now, I apply this to all clubs. Uh, if it was Jamie Carragher or Steven Gerrard at Liverpool, if it, if it was other stars, uh, you know, applied the majority of their time or, in JT's case, all of their time at one particular club. And they decided to do that and, and the club were happy and the opposition club were happy. Why not? You know, um, I, 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 you know I'm not talking about the integrity of the game. If the game was to mean something and so on, then certain issues um, would have been resolved. Some of them were already down. Um, Chelsea had won the league. It was the last game. It was about JT. Yeah, I, I think, OK, on that occasion. I don't think that it would be something that is set in stone and should happen to every player who leaves the club uh, for any reason. And I don't think it's something that, you know, you would want to see every time it's going to happen. I mean, Wayne Rooney's going to leave Manchester United soon. Things like that. You know, there's still football to be played. Now, I do understand some of what was being said. I don't understand it being turned into furore and I certainly don't understand derogatory comments aimed at JT. I thought, you know, it's bad taste. Um, considering it was the way it was and the game was 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 what it was, I think there's no harm in it at all. And, um, you know, I, I, I think it was done wonderfully and, you know, I, I, I 
people always say that I'm talking through blue goggles. I'm trying to put everything in perspective. If it was a case of this game meant something suddenly needed to stay up and or, or Chelsea were playing for the title and there were title rivals needing European points or anything at all, but there was nothing on this game. Not, not one yeah. thing could be put to this game other than the last game of the season, which didn't affect anything. Mm. And, uh, you know, in that respect, I think that... Uh, it was a decision that was taken, accepted by all parties, and why not? Well, I, I, you know, I do go, I do talk through blue goggles. You know, I'm, I, I'm afforded that luxury in a sense, and 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 I saw nothing wrong with it at all. I really enjoyed uh, JT's uh, response this week, which is he didn't care less what anybody had to say about it, which is, I would expect nothing less from JT. But it was a marvelous occasion for us. And him, yep. you know, the supporters, the people that have been with him for th- 20 years through thick and thin. And it was wonderfully emotional and celebratory. And I mean, I, I welled up during the game, I'll be honest with you, and certainly at the end. And really, it was for us. And as you said, I don't think there was any harm done. You know, Sunderland clearly were okay with it, as was the referee. So, I mean, for God's sake, they, it just really, do you know what? It really felt like, uh, for me, like they were just finding yet another stick to beat him with. And, uh, well, they won't have him around to do that anymore, will they? Um, well, you, you know you what? So, you sorry, know. go on, mate. You, you say that, you don't know. He could he could turn up somewhere else in the Premier League. Listen, the guy's not finished. Yeah, true um, enough. He's, he's still, for me, he's got, got a couple of years in him. So, you know, you don't know where he'll turn up. but uh, And they'll still continue to beat him. But I, I, I have to endorse what you say for us. And I include everyone who considers, considers themselves in the family. Um, it was a wonderful moment, and uh, listen, the bloke deserves every every bit of emotion, and he deserves every bit of applause, and he deserves every bit of attention, good attention I'm talking about, that he got on that day. Mm, absolutely. Um, you know, the, the other thing that I thought was quite interesting, actually, and I, I've been dying to talk to you about since it's all been, you know, bubbling around, was that... Uh, Oh well, you know Chelsea treated it with disrespect. It was like a testimonial, and 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 that got me thinking about testimonials because it's not really something that we ever see anymore in the modern game. And of course, I remember as a kid, you know, some some of the most outrageous matches. In fact, actually, a mate of mine, Tim Rolls, uh, put a picture up on uh, on Twitter last week of uh, I think it was uh, it might have been Pele and George Best in Chelsea shirts, and I've seen you know there was a testimonial where George Best played in a Chelsea kit, and we had that match against. Uh, the New York Cosmos, where Johan Cruyff played. I mean, they were a really big thing back in the day, weren't they? But we don't get them anymore. I mean, I would imagine you must have played in a few testimonials going back a few years. Um, I did. I, I played in one for Gary Bailey up at Manchester United when I was uh, an England sort of player, England squad player. Um, uh, yeah, and I, I played in various games. I remember there's a Chelsea Rangers game, of course. You know, we played for the Bradford. It wasn't quite a testimonial. Yeah, yeah. It was well, that's very famous. That was a very famous match, that one, wasn't it, actually? I remember that. You know, there was yeah. a lot of love so, in the in the ground at that time, yeah. So, you know, there are these games, and they're normally done for a reason, and they're played for a reason. Um, and it's financial reasons. Is it invariably to raise money for for a cause? Invariably, if it was if it was an individual like a player who's <clears throat> done his time, ten years it was uh, at a club, then you know a testimonial is normally granted, and uh, the, the money would go to the player or his family for years' service. Um, these days, of course, players don't need the money. I mean, what a testimonial no. might generate. Some of them might be earning a couple of weeks anyway. Um, yeah. And it's like a couple of weeks' wages, and 
it's, I mean, in, in some ways, that's a little bit sad. But in other ways, you know, it, it's the way the game's gone. And, and there's not, not a lot you can do to stop, stop it moving, moving in that direction. But nevertheless, charity, uh, celebrity games, charity games and big games, uh, they are something to look forward to because they are treated in a different way. And when they say you're treated like a testimonial, yes, it is treated in that. And when you go and watch a testimonial or a charity game, or you know it's not going to be ultra-competitive. You know it's not going to be kicking lumps out of each other and <clears throat> snarling and swearing and, and gesticulating and all, all, all the things that go with normal football. This is going to be a nice, fun day out. and You're going to hopefully get to meet one or two players and get the opportunity to have a chat with them. And, and this is what this is what it's about. Um, sign a few autographs and, and so on. <clears throat> I, I wouldn't mind, I've got to be honest, seeing a return. Certainly mm. for players in lower leagues, uh, players who, you know, don't earn the sort of money um, that the, the, the Premier League players and, and international players as such do. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with a, a testimonial for a good cause for a player who's done his time at one club. Nothing wrong with that at all. Yeah, I, th- I think that's a good point. I mean, the, I mean, I know for a fact that the supporters absolutely love it. And, and I know many who would love to see them come back. And I mean, I, I take your point that it's a different game now and these players are earning a huge amount of money. But maybe they could have one and the money that gets, you know, raised on the day goes to their favourite charity or something. I mean, maybe that would be a good idea. Well, there's plenty of good ideas. I think Stephen Gerrard had one, didn't he, at Liverpool and money went somewhere or Wayne Rooney's had one yeah. when Beckham and him turned up. I think it was something like yeah. that. You know, money went certain places. I, I'm not sure. I, I stand to be corrected on the on them particular issues, but um, I do seem to remember certain games being played. But, um, yeah, I mean, but at the end of the day, there's a testimonial and a game is arranged. People should be transparent with what, with what happens. And if it goes to the player and it's a deserving court, so be it. You know, if, if yeah, that's what absolutely. he's decided, people turn up, so be it. If the player go, if it goes to the player's family, so be it. If it goes to a charity, so be it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I tell you what, there was one player on the pitch who uh, <clears throat> definitely wasn't treating the game like a, a testimonial, and, and that would be uh, that would be Batshuayi, who I think scored a couple of cracking goals. Uh, and I think it's it's a very int- I mean, we talked about him last week, of course, because you know he, he came on uh, on the back of having scored a couple of goals before that. Um, and it, it, he clearly looks to me like a confidence player, Kerry, and he's, his confidence seems to be very high. I mean, were you impressed with those two goals? I thought he put... They were strikers' goals to me. I thought he put them away really, really well. Well, we asked... Uh, you asked me a question about what's, you know, who, what team it would be and, and so on, and would he play? And everyone has an agenda and everyone has a reason and, 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 and I mean, everyone wants to play. Uh, why would have his own agenda. Uh, like I said last week, to let everyone know that Hang on, I haven't had much game time. When I've come on, I've done what I've needed to. I'm a serious player for next season. I'm, I'm someone who needs to be considered. And uh, he will be considered, whether he'll get the nod or not. I, I, I fully expect if Diego Costa moves, as we've said time and time again, uh, Chelsea to buy. And I still think Chelsea will buy. But what he's shown is he's going to be competitive if he stays. And I'm, you know, I don't know what actually his thoughts are or what the clubs are on him. You just don't know. But he's shown that, you know, if he's given a run, he might be able to fulfil uh, Diego Costa's boots or, or fulfil the role that is required in the team. And uh, we don't know that still. All we know is he's had a great end to the season. I think it was four goals in his last three games. Um, I'm sure you'll correct me if I'm wrong with that. But No, uh, no, that's it. That's I, it. 
I, I, I think that, uh, you know, he's given the manager a little bit of comfort and food for thought. And that's all he could do. And that's all anyone could do when they go on the full pitch. You know, make the manager have a think. And uh, whether a young player trying to break into the team, food for thought, leave him with, a, leave him with an impression that, hold on, I could play him, he might do that again. And then he gets better and better. Rash, Rashford's managing to do it, it appears, at United. We just need a youngster at Chelsea to come through and do it. But back, but back to why I certainly did it from his own perspective. Well, I, I for one, uh, hope that, uh, you know, what we've seen in the last few weeks is enough to convince Antonio Conte that he's he's worth sticking with and uh, he gets a bit of a break next year because he seems like a good lad as well. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Chidge. JK. In all the years you've been following Chelsea, you hardly ever miss a match, home or away. But how would you feel if you couldn't be there and it's not on TV? Oh, Chidge, I'd be bereft. Inconsolable. The thought of missing my beloved Blue Boys live. <laughs> it's all too much. <laughs> I know, JK, I know. It's all a bit too much, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> well, panic not. NordVPN have come to the rescue. They have? Yep, NordVPN allows us to watch any match, even if it's not on live TV here. They do? Yeah, they do. With just one click, they switch your virtual location to a country which is showing the match and they act as your cyber bodyguard whilst online, protecting your personal data and sensitive info like card details and passwords. Oh, wow, great. Uh, But yeah, I bet that'll cost me a fortune. Actually, JK, it's only the price of a cup of coffee per month and you can use your account across six devices. It's a bargain, JK. And best of all... No more tears for you. Oh, thank you. Thank you, NordVPN. I'm so happy. I could cry. (laughs) Where do I sign up, Jidge? Well, to get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash Chelsea Fancast. There's no risk with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee, and you'll help support the Chelsea Fancast. The link is in the podcast episode description box. Um, we should turn uh, really towards uh, the the events of this coming Saturday, which, of course, uh, I, I still get as excited about uh, as if I was a schoolboy. And, of course, we're going for our eighth FA Cup uh, trophy and, of course, our second double. Now, if, you'd have, uh, if I'd have known you 30 years ago, uh, I would have said you were mad if you told me that was going to happen um and i mean you played for us i mean how, how do you feel about it? how does that how good does that sound kerry listen it's absolutely wonderful david listen it, it, it's great every time i speak to you you come up with these stats you do your homework you know your stuff and uh, eight double premier league this and how many trophies that and which you're brilliant you know um it, it's, it's what a proper presenter should do and, and, and a credit to you for doing that um <laughs> Thanks, In terms mate. of numbers and stats, uh, I tend to treat them with a little bit of, well, I don't know what the word, not disdain, because they're great to have and keep racking them up. Next time we do it, it'll be the third and the ninth and the tenth after that and the fifth and, and so on. Each day should be what it is. And it's a wonderful uh, occasion, as it always is, the FA Cup final. And, and you know, 
Um, I've attended them, not as a player, but certainly as a spectator. Um, and I watched them as a kid, and, and, and nothing's changed. The FA Cup mm. final is still a wonderful spectacle. Um, you tend to think, well, who's in it, who isn't in it? But all the stories that go around the clubs, the road to Wembley, you know, where it starts, and you know, the supporters that are travelling from whichever part of the country, whichever club they support, there's always a story behind the FA Cup. And um, there'll be a story behind the final, and then there'll be the road to Wembley. You know, it's a great thing for this country, and it's a great thing for for English football. And, you know, I, you know it used to be a case, I mean, it, I don't know if it still is or not, one of the biggest occasions watched worldwide around, well, in every country all over the place. You know, I think that's still the case. The English FA Cup final is a wonderful occasion and uh, it's great with Chelsea are there. Well, you ask me, what would I think about it? I think it's wonderful and I think it's great. I think all uh, <laughs> things, the trimmings that go with it, the walking out, the national anthem, the sets of supporters, I, I think it's wonderful, mate. I couldn't have put that better myself. Of course, when we were kids, I mean, you were, you were right there. It, it was the most uh, watched game around the world. And, of course, one of the reasons for that, I suspect, certainly in this country, was it was the only guaranteed live game that we had on TV. So that would have helped. And, and I think the other thing, I, I, you know, definitely I remember this as a kid, on, on, on both BBC and ITV, the only two channels that would show it, they used to have the entire day of, of broadcasts dedicated to the FA Cup with the most daft things. Like you said, the road to Wembley, quizzes, weird interviews with players that sometimes you hadn't heard of. It was just, I'd love that. They should return to that, Kerry. I'd be all in favour of that. But anyway, we should talk about the game, really. Um, now, I mean, I think even uh, without what's happened with Arsenal this week, I mean, they've, they they look to be suffering. I mean, Koscielny's out, Gabriel's out, uh, Mustafi's out. It looks like they don't have a defence at all. Um, but even without that, I think you and I would have sat down here and said, well, you know, we've got a better team on paper than them. We think that Conte's a better manager than Wenger. All these things, we would have said we are very confident of winning. But, I mean, given what's happened to Arsenal's defence this week, um, how do you feel now? Um, I think Chelsea are favourites. I think we're the better team. Mm. Um, yeah. It's a case of who turns up on the day. Um, there's nothing to yeah. say that Alexis Sanchez won't put in a masterclass. Mesut Ozil wouldn't do a free kick or anything can happen from Arsenal's perspective. But, you know, with, they're two top clubs with international players playing in a prestige game at Wembley. And as I've always said, anything can happen on the day. Uh, we, we still are open to a referee decision. We're still open to one or two Chelsea players having an off day and vice versa. You know, I wouldn't make excuses about Arsenal's defence. They're going to put out 11 players and they're going to have a substitutes bench that is going to be packed with decent players and they're all going to hope to play well on the day and produce a performance that will win them the game. Um, but I think Chelsea are slight favourites. We go in, into the game as champions and I do believe that if, as I always say, if Chelsea's best 11 perform and Arsenal's best 11 perform, I think we've got slightly better players and we're a slightly better team. So, therefore, I think Chelsea will win by the odd goal. So, really, you think it, you think it's going to be quite a narrow affair then, do you? Yeah, I do, yeah. I, I don't see a, a hiding at all. I don't see... Um, I see it a tight game. Um, it doesn't matter who they put out, whatever defence they put out. They've changed their defence around quite a bit um, and still managed to get results. Um, yeah. 
I, I see it as a tight game. Always is. I think there'll be goals. And I'm saying Chelsea by the odd goal. It could be 3-2. Uh, I think there's goals in both sides. Um, could be 2-1. But I think it'll be tight. I don't think it'll be a 4-5-0 or a 3-4 or four margin. I think uh, I think it'll be tighter than that. That's really that's really interesting to hear. I mean, you know, because you see, my take on it is that you know, even even with uh, you know Arsenal's best team available, uh, they you know they just don't press teams. They they don't. I mean, Ozil, for example, never tracks back, so they they will leave space. And you know, if Costa, for example, plays up front, which I'm absolutely sure he will. You know, they they get they can get bullied. It's the same old Arsene Wenger kind of team that we've seen for the last five, six, seven, eight years. So they are likely to ship goals. More to the point, if they go one or two down, they're likely to to crumble. We've seen it so many times before. But on the other hand, I mean, I, I, I also have a worry because they can hurt you. You know, as you said a minute ago, Sanchez is a superb player. And if he's on fire on a day, you know, he can destroy a team. So there is that worry. So I, I I'm kind of... I'm, I was thinking that there'd be quite a few goals, but I'm kind of thinking that if we get you know one or two up, it could be it could be three or four. So I, I slightly differ on that. What, what do you think of that? Well, I'm sticking sticking to my guns. I think it'd be a tighter affair than that. Um, Interested in your perspective, and I seriously hope your perspective right because it'd be a good spectacle for us. <laughs> so do I. <laughs> um, yeah, and uh, you know we can enjoy the double with the luxury of. No panic. Or, you know, will they get a goal? Will it be a draw? Will it go extra time period? None of that. I hope you're. I hope you're right. But uh, I, I. I don't. I don't see it that way myself. I think respect will be given both ways, and uh, I think it's going to be a tight game. Mm. But I think. Okay. Forward. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, look, to be honest, mate. You know, uh, and, and I know you were talking about about you know the stats and stuff, and, and and in some respects, you know, they're not relevant. But what what I would say. And, and, you know, I, I should preface this by saying that, I, I, you know, it could come off somebody's rear end and it, in the last minute and be 1-0 to us and I'll be ecstatically happy. I don't care. When you get to a final, it's not about the performance. It's not about the scoreline. It's about winning the trophy. And, you know, one of the joys that I've had in the last kind of 15 years is seeing Chelsea being incredibly effective at doing that and bringing home the trophy no matter what. Um and and it is important to supporters. And I mean, you know, for example, when we've got this, if if we do win on Saturday, and we do get the double, you know, we we are, I think, fourth in the all time, uh, you know, trophy winning table in in this country. And I, a lot of Chelsea supporters get a huge amount of stick, particularly from the the you know the Arsenal's, the Liverpools, and the Man Uniteds, who who are above us in that table. It has to be said. But we get a lot of stick for being, oh, you're just a small time club. You've got no history. You've got all of this. So it's actually important to Chelsea supporters to see that you know what we're up there with those guys, and there's no denying it. And it's in there, black and white. So it is important to us. So you know, for that reason, I'd settle for a one nil, mate. And then in the ninety first minute, coming off somebody's you know kneecap, I really would. Well, you mentioned a couple of sides there, and I'm not going to go over old ground because it's, it's pub talk and all the rest of it. You know, Liverpool haven't won it for... They, they have got history, and, it's, and it is history. Um, and, and Arsenal, in terms of, you know, uh, uh, Premier League titles or, or whatever league titles it is, there's his history as well at the moment. And Chelsea, in terms of modern history, are, are giants. So in terms of small-time town, small club and all the rest of it, yeah, you're like Accrington Stanley, no disrespect to Accrington, but they were great many, many years ago, but 
that's what Liverpool and Arsenal can be. You know, in, in pub talk, that's the sort of talk that goes about modern history. Chelsea are giants in terms of trophies and so forth. So, you know, I, I, spin it round however you want, have a pint and, uh, and make it go wherever it is. Um, cheap shots are there and, and pub banter is great. Uh, if we're in a small club, well, they've got to beat a small club to win the trophy again. And they continually <laughs> fail to do it. You know, they continually right. fail to beat a small they continually fail to beat a small club. So where does that leave them? Well, quite right. Well done, Kerry. You, you you put them in their place beautifully with that. I mean, I think there are a couple of um, that you know. I mean, this is again, this is this is like classic FA Cup kind of stuff, isn't it? You know, people look at the matchups that might decide the match. I remember that always from years ago. And uh, I was talking, funnily enough, I was talking to the boys on uh, on talk, to Jason Cundy and, and Goldstein on Talk Sport last night, and uh, and they were asking this, you know, who, you know, who 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 do you think will start and. Uh, you know, will we start Fabregas or will we start Matic? And and actually, for this match, I I would start Fabregas actually because I think that Arsenal will uh, leave a space to attack, and I think Fabregas is the man to exploit that. For example, uh, it's one of them. It's a close one thing. I love Fabregas, uh, and it wouldn't surprise me if he starts Matic. Um, it's just that sort of. <laughs> uh, it's just that sort of game that I feel. Um, I would always have Fabregas, you know, because as I've said time and time again, I like creative players. Yeah. I think he's well worth his place in the side. Um, I just have a feeling it might be Kanti and Matic. Uh, yeah. It's been pretty much what he's been with the majority of the season. And I know Fabregas, is, it's any one of the three. Uh, I just have a feeling it might be Kanti and Matic. And I think it'll be the normal ones, the normal three up front. Uh, Hazard, I think, William Pedro, another neck and neck one. Uh, and Costa, of course. So it, it's just one of them things. There's, there's, there's any two out of three in the middle. The two wide boys effectively will pick himself, Moses and Alonso. And Costa's up front, Hazard, and it's Pedro or William. The, the team pretty much picks yeah. itself. It does. Yeah, it's kind of. I think that's quite a healthy thing as well, in a sense. I mean, and I think I think we're not saying that. Oh well, there's only eleven decent players because there is competition. And I think you're right. The whole Matic, uh, Fabregas issue, the William Pedro issue, not so much the cost of Batshuayi issue. I think. I think you know there, there was a bit of a clamour for Batshuayi this week because, of course, he's on fire. But you've got to start Costa. Costa's your experienced best striker, and I think he'll bully Arsenal. I think you know if you're if you're the Arsenal team, you're walking out, Kerry. Who is it you want to? Who, who would you rather play against, Batshuayi or Costa? Well, you've, you've already answered it. You just said you've, by yeah. asking the question, you've answered it. Um, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> it answers itself, mate, and I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> well, it does because you know he 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 can bully them, and that's my point. Um, you know, I, I the one thing I wonder about Fabregas, mate, is the fact that you know I, I get I, I tell you what's because I I was really critical of Fabregas uh, last year, and and I was earlier on this season, if you remember. But I'll be honest, mate, I, he he's he's changed me round, and I, and one of the things that's done it is is that I, I I've really seen uh, the passion that he has playing for this club. And that's something that I never really thought I'd see from, from Fabregas. But he clearly loves playing for this club. It means something to him. And he puts his heart and soul into it. And, you know, don't underestimate the fact that he's going to be playing against Arsenal and how much stick they used to give him. In fact, they still do, you know, because he left. 
you know, I, I I wouldn't be surprised if if Fabregas would love to get on and and have a big part in in, in beating Arsenal on Saturday. I think he'll definitely play some part of the game. Um, if not yeah, from the start, yeah. I'm not ruling him out. By the way, uh, yeah. certainly not. And if he plays, I'll be happy. Um, it's just something you should never do: try and double guess the manager, any manager. You just don't know what's in their mind. Um, no. You know, uh, in, in a recent game, uh, he left out Hazard and Costa. You know, he, for whatever reason, and you just don't know why. You, you can't, you can't think what the manager's going to do. Um, but. It's just what you think might happen yourself and the manager will be the one that decides and uh, that's why he's there and that's why he's the best manager in the league this year because he's made the right decision more often than up, more often than the others. Yeah, no, absolutely spot on and I, and I've, I think that, you know, most, uh, most, well, I think all Chelsea supporters have absolute confidence in, in Conte and support whatever decision he makes. Um, you know, the one the one thing, I mean, there, you know, we, we talked about it earlier, really, there isn't really much to worry about at all in some respects. Um, you know, you're right, I agree, you know, whoever turns up on the day will probably win. Um, the only other thing I would say is that, I mean, interestingly enough, Arsenal you know they've 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 won the cup twice in the last three seasons so their team has a lot of experience of what is quite a different day in football uh, and it's different from the semi-final and i know that that we we did very well in that but it's it's a different kind of day and the last time we won it of course was in 2012 and there are very few players of that side who are in our current side and i'm just wondering you know how how that experience or lack of it might uh, have an have an Im- impact on what happens well, I, I don't necessarily know. I mean, uh, I suppose it's good to have an experience of Wembley to know a little bit about the turf and the atmosphere of the day. Um, but, you know, like most games, it's it's what you do, it's, it's, it's what the opposition yeah. do, and it's, it's, you know, it's how the game is starting to pan out. Um, all the experience in the world, some people say it's better. Some people say... You know, it's better to be fresh and, and don't know anything about it. Just go out there and be normal and, and try and play your best and hopefully it come off you. Um, you just don't know, mate. Uh, it doesn't make you play any better or it doesn't make you play any worse. You, you know, you can put experience of playing away at Leeds or away at Scunthorpe or, or, or away at Bolton. You know, you know what you're going to get and that's what you get. <laughs> Whether you play is down to you. Um, hmm. Playing away at Wembley, it is an experience, but you've still got to go out and perform. And, mm. you know, I don't know whether it uh, stands you in good stead or not. Just well, on that, we by will, the way, we will. Just on, no, go on, mate. Go sorry, on, mate. carry on. Sorry, just on that. How many, I mean, you're the stats about that. How many Arsenal players have got experience of Webby? You said they, they've been there twice in the last three years, whatever you've just said, but pretty much the same team. I don't know. I think, you know, what you're saying ain't going to be the same. No, they're not. That's true. I mean, the defence certainly won't. I mean, I don't know who they're going to bring in. I would imagine Mertesacker will come in and Rob Holding, who's a young kid that's broken through for them this year. They'll probably go three at the back, I would imagine. I mean, I would say at least half of their team have probably were probably, uh, you know, recent cup winners in their Arsenal side. So I think actually, oddly, they will have you know, more FA Cup final experience than us. But I think, you know, you're right. I mean, you can you can drill down into all these things and we could talk about it for the next five hours, but it's not going to get as close to knowing anymore. All that's going to really matter, which is what you said, is it's 11 players versus 11 players and who performs to their potential on that day. And the team that yep. does that will bring the trophy home, right? That's it. 
or if one player excels himself beyond the norm and produces a superstar show, then he will steal it. Mm. Well, let's hope, obviously, for our sakes, it's Chelsea. Let's let's nail our colours to the Mars before we, we disappear into the ether. Um, I'm going to go 3-1, Kerry. I'm going to stick to my guns. And I, I know you, you said you're going to go by the odd goal, but what what odd goal will it be? Yeah, I, I, it's a bit of a slight. I, I mean, I, I would go 3-1 as well, because I think Chelsea could get 2-3. 2-1 uh, is where I'd probably lead, to, and it wouldn't surprise me if it does go 3-1 if Chelsea were in front. But 2-1. Yeah. Uh, Two one, two one. All right, so I'm all right, mate. Well, I'm going three one. You're going two one. Uh, let's hope that uh, one of us is right because if that's true, then Chelsea will uh, be the FA Cup winners for this year and also win the double. And I will be very, 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 very happy. And I'm massively excited for it. I can't wait. I love Cup Final Day, as I said. And we'll be meeting in our usual pub beforehand and travelling up there. And uh, we'll be having a great day. So there we go. Where, where are you watching it, mate? Not quite sure yet. Um, I'll be watching with my son somewhere, you know. Um, Excellent. Not going to the game itself. Was offered a ticket, but right before I said, you know, we watched uh, um, the European Cup final. I, I, I like to watch it with the family and friends, and if you know you yeah. go to Wembley, you want to be around someone, and I'm sure there'll be forty-five thousand friends there. In that respect, I do understand that, but you know, I watch it with the family, the boy, and and and, and uh, we'll just see. Uh, see where we go uh, it'll be a local somewhere and uh, the blue flag will be flying don't worry about that nice one well look you, you enjoy it and, and have, a, have a great great day and I, I actually I, I know exactly what you mean because I, I'm actually going I'm sitting with uh, Pablo and Stu and, and Phil and Pablo and Stu started the uh, Chelsea fancast with me nine years ago and we've pretty much sat together at every final that we've gone to at Wembley so it was really important that we were together you know, I know that, as you said, there's like, you know, 25, 30,000 of us all there and we're all friends in a sense, but it was really important to us that we were sitting together. So I know exactly what you mean. And we will have a cracking day. I can guarantee you that. Kerry, as always, you've been absolutely fantastic. Um, I, I, I obviously look forward to speaking to you one more time this season, which will be next week. And hopefully we'll be talking about how we won the cup. Yeah. Let's hope so, mate. Keep the blue flag flying and have a great weekend. I will, fella. You take care and I'll, sp- I'll catch up with you next week. Great stuff. Thanks, mate. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Normally being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you.